It's the year 20 squared. An unknown virus threatens our very way of life. As it spreads across the globe, it leaves turmoil and economic destruction in its wake. The world governments begin closing borders and quarantining its citizens. Anyone without a job that is deemed essential must stay at home to prevent further spread of the virus. But for some people, the signal never stops. And there are still video games to be played. Lit Gaming Arena presents Terminal News. Welcome to Terminal News, the best video game news podcast in the universe, um, except for when my files corrupt and we have to re-record shit. Yeah, this <laughs> is a re-recording, so if our energy is... sounds like shit talking mushrooms, you'll know yeah. exactly why, because I'm, I'm eating uh, Asian tonight. <laughs> well, my, uh, my, I'm, I'm, I'm amping myself up a little bit by trying to listen to the Halo soundtrack. Uh, I'm listening to the Halo Reach soundtrack right now, uh, and before this, I was listening to the Halo 3 soundtrack, so I gotta get that Halo energy, you know, because they did talk about Halo at the, uh, at the Microsoft Showcase, and that's what we're gonna talk about right now. So, yeah. Sorry, you were gonna say, it sounded like you were gonna say something. <laughs> oh no, I didn't say shit. Okay, uh... well... Yeah, so this is everything Microsoft showed today, or during today's Xbox Showcase, which is not today. It was um, the first time we recorded. That was today. But uh, this is just a list uh, that Kotaku provided going down. So the first thing first, Xbox is getting a Dragon Quest game. Uh, this was during the pre-show with Jeff Keighley. Uh, Square Enix announced that a Dragon Quest uh, 11, Echoes of, and Elusive Age will be coming to Game Pass for both PC and uh, console on December 4th. Oh, December 4th. So, yeah, yeah. that and that's a really good game. Um, I, it's weird that it's finally coming to Xbox, and I only yeah. say that because obviously Dragon Quest has had heavy, heavy uh, t strings tied to both Nintendo and uh, PlayStation. It, just yeah. like Final Fantasy. I mean, that was... It, the Enix side of Square Enix is yeah. always the Dragon Quest stuff, but that's a really good game. Yeah. Uh, you should, yeah. you slash anybody who hasn't checked it out uh, sh and, you know, maybe didn't have a PlayStation should definitely check it out. It is very, it is the JRPG. So like, you know, <laughs> the JRPG. I, I do find it funny because sometimes you'll see comments to be like, man, this Dragon Quest stuff is really ripping on a Kira Toriyama style. And it's like, well, it is a Kira Toriyama. It's, it's, <laughs> it, it, there's a reason it looks like Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, like, this is what Microsoft's like, they're trying to. Um, they're trying to get jump a in on in the, the Japanese market again. Yeah. Trying. They always do. I, I don't. 
Who knows? And uh, they're, they're never really good at it, but, you know, they the try. The only time they had some hold was because they had uh, Idolmaster was Xbox exclusive on the 360. Oh, so yeah. many people had an Xbox in Japan uh, just so they could play those Idolmaster games. Um, yeah. That, and I yeah. only know that because many uh, mangaka that I follow were always like, I have to have an Xbox if I want to play these Idolmaster games. Yeah, exactly. Uh, next up, we had Exomecha, free-to-play competitive FPS that looks like it was dreamed up by Michael Bay. And yeah, like looking at the trailer of this game, it was like, th- those look like Transformers. Yeah. <laughs> those it fucking did, things look like Transformers. It, it looked like Transformers, but it also had like some Pacific Rim vibes when it shows like yeah. two of them battling. But there is a Mecha Dragon, which is like yeah, really fucking badass. cool looking. And yeah. as far as being a free to play game, the graphics in this are absolutely stellar. So I yeah. would recommend probably checking this out. At least that's like watch the trailer for it. Maybe it's something you'd be excited yeah. for. It It's kind of reminiscent of Titanfall, to be honest. Yeah, uh, for sure. Um, but look, at just one but another thing I wanted to say about the mechas and looking like tra- Michael Bay Transformers. It looks to me like it looks like Michael Bay Transformers before they disguise themselves as vehicles. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. this is what they would look like before they have like the car doors and the truck parts and everything. Like Michael Bay is just bad attempt at Gundams. Like a fucking naked, <laughs> na- yeah, they're naked ass Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's coming uh, uh, sometime in 2021. Um, but yeah, so it's just a it's free play. So I mean, it looks like it's at least it'll be at least worth checking out. Um, gameplay looks real smooth from what they've showed. Yeah, I mean, who um, knows if that was pre-rendered stuff or not? Yeah, I mean, we I don't yeah. Know shit it looked pre-rendered to me but yeah who knows? it does kind of there's bits of, like it's it's always hard to do at the time it comes out i feel it yeah. will look pretty apt to what that looks like you know oh yeah for sure yeah uh up next we had echo generation so these this comes from the makers of river bond and it's a very pixely kind of, uh, and what you had said before is it it's looks just like stranger, stranger things. things. Yeah, it's one hundred like down to like the stranger. design of the main character. Yep, um, it looks has all some right, cool. Though. Yeah, cool, cool style. Um, really, like it's pix like three D, like voxels, like three D pixelated stuff. Which I mean, that's what River Bond was. It was all voxels. Um, the environments look really cool. The setting looks really cool. The sound, the music in this seems pretty, um, at least in the trailer, it remains to be seen what the music will be like in the actual game. But uh, I guess we'll find out. Um, I really enjoy like the the way they animate like weird machines because I noticed this too in uh, River Bond. Like there's like a weird kind of like machine you can get on and it, it looks like very, they did a really good job at animating what like, I guess the best example I can think of about is like when you're facing off with like Eggman in a Sonic game, like Sonic two and three or whatever, where he's like in a machine and like all the parts of the machine are like vibrating at a different length or a different uh, rate. I don't know if you've ever noticed that in those games or not. No, I'm not a big Sonic person though. So I, and it could be, it was a lot of like pixel games like that, where if, if there was like a machine final boss, it's like parts of the machine go like kind of vibrate up and down at different rates to, I don't know, indicate that it was a machine and they do that 
it, with their style. They did that in Riverbond. It looks like they did that in this game as well, just looking at their trailer. So I was just like a neat little detail that I think isn't used a lot anymore just because it's not necessary. It's not there. You don't have to imply movement with today's technology and games. But I don't know it's just a small little detail that I noticed looking at the trailer. Um, that's also sometime in 2021. Next, we had Halo, Hello Neighbor 2. Um, that is... I didn't say when that was going to be coming, but I guess I was wrong. When we recorded this the first time, I was wrong about the game. Um, it was supposed to be... So Halo Neighbor, there's Halo Neighbor 1, and then they came out with a sequel. Um, and it was... I, I thought, see, I for a long time they were calling it Secret Neighbor, but now they're saying here they're saying that the name the name of the the it's actually a prequel uh, called Hide and Seek. Huh. So I don't know if that was or maybe maybe Secret Neighbor was part of Hello Neighbor One. I don't know. I don't remember seeing anything about Hide and Seek. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> this new one looks spooky in all the right ways as much as. I don't know. Hello Neighbor seems to be like a combination of good and bad. Like some people really like it. Some people just yeah. absolutely hate it. I don't know. This one looked like legit spooky and career creepy and weird. Yeah. Um, I think the one thing thought I always have about these games is it, it almost feels like, um, SCP containment breach where, um, I don't think the world is uh, exactly uh, modular or um, I get uh, what's the word um, procedural like yeah. like SCP can, uh, containment breaches. But this is uh, kind of along those lines where it's like you're you're wandering around in this mansion and it's like very maze like and you have to do a lot of stuff in the game and it's like a maze essentially. And that's what scp container breach was so you have a lot of different goals you have to do to uh get through the game but yeah i don't know it's 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 a really weird like even the first game was strange and weirdly um supernatural which i didn't expect <laughs> and this looks like it goes pretty far in that direction too so oh yeah i'm looking forward to it uh, <laughs> Um, up next we had Balon Wonderworld, and these are uh, veteran Sega Sega developers that are working at Square Enix. Uh, they created a new studio called Balon Company, and they're making the game called Balon Wonderworld. Yeah, and this game looks like Knights and uh, Sonic Adventure, which is the pedigree of these developers anyway, but it looks like a mishmash of those games. It also looks yeah. a lot like a hat in time, uh, as far as like being a collectathon. And also you have costumes that you change into that change your abilities, which a hat in time had different hats that change your abilities. Yeah. So, um, yeah, very much like, you know, any mishmash of those games. The visuals of this very, very good, very whimsical. Uh, this looks like an older, like, PS1 game if made today in a good way. Like, like your, uh, what, what, what's it called? Uh, it, it looks kind of like the Spyro remastered in a way of, yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it looks good. It looks interesting. And I only felt really bad that, uh, 
uh, Keeley as well as everybody else he was talking to. So other uh, famous YouTubers or otherwise influencers uh, botched the name of this and called it uh, <laughs> Balan Wonderland several yeah. times. Oh, um, God. The uh, the game theorist Matt Pat he uh, got it right and then got it wrong and then corrected himself in a way yeah. that made me feel like he said it wrong on purpose to let people know they got it wrong. But maybe that's giving him too much credit. Probably maybe. giving him too much credit. He could have just we'll, fumbled. We'll just because pretend, yeah. I think he probably just fumbled because everybody kept saying Wonderland, so he just eventually yeah. made that misstep. Yeah, it, it, which it got, I just it got bad. inside. It got you got to his head. I just felt bad because, like you know, it, they have to pay for probably these ad spots or whatever. You know, it, it's supposed to be a yeah. showcase to celebrate them, and then I just feel really bad when the name gets fucked up by presenters. Is yeah a, a big disservice to uh, the creators and the developers behind the product. Um, as much as who knows, maybe maybe the game will be shite, but it it looks really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And this, despite the fact that these are like the Sega developers are ex Sega developers, um, this definitely looks like, and even the trailer, it's like a, it's a Square Enix ass Square Enix game. I mean, stylistically and, and the, the music choice for the trailer. Yeah. yeah you, sa- you said, uh, basically that it's, it's an orchestral, like higher orchestra musical yeah. thing with very whimsical, uh, tones to it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just uh, when you when you see that it's like yeah this is oh final fantasy <laughs> it's kingdom hearts <laughs> it's, um but yeah so that was the pre-show um which, which had a then, lot of good stuff in it yeah, surprisingly yeah i mean yeah the x at uh, the exo mecca um i mean dragon quest coming to xbox echo generation hello neighbor ball on Wonderworld, all good stuff Good stuff to see coming the Xbox, and I, I forgot to mention all of this stuff, all of this except for there. There is one question we will have later on um, about this, but it's uh, all this stuff is coming to Game Pass. So every single thing we talk about, except for we'll get to it, um, will be coming to Game Pass. So that's something to be to consider if you have an Xbox but don't have Game Pass. At this point, it's almost necessary because I forgot to bring this up before, but Microsoft quietly got rid of the 12 month subscription to Game Pass or not Game Pass, but to uh, gold. Uh, to Xbox Live Gold. Yeah. Yeah. So like you can only get it in three month chunks now. And so yeah, I think it's only a matter of time before they do away with gold entirely and just be like Xbox Live is Game Pass. Like Game Pass is just part of the I mean, it's already been wrapped into the whole bundle yeah xbox like game pass gives you xbox live gold uh yeah. plus all their other fixings and and soon xbox x x cloud <laughs> in september yeah, I, I think i think it's just smart to be like one price for everything you know and then i can't remember if we talked about this in the second half of the last time we were recording but uh they walked back the whole idea of putting the Xbox uh, or Game Pass on other platforms. Yeah, we did talk about that the other time. But yeah, they they walked it back a bit, which I, I said uh, it's possible that they were trying to broker deals and couldn't quite get a good deal brokered because I'm assuming yeah. uh, other platform holders wanted a larger cut of the pie than they could actually oh, yeah, for sure. offer. Or in a sense, probably they would have to charge more on another platform to put it on there, which I doubt they're 
going to do. So I think that's probably more so why they walked it back and not necessarily like they just decided to keep it uh, close to home uh, would be my assumption. Yeah. And there's a specific quote that Phil Spencer said that um, that that Phil Spencer had said that I thought were the the way he, he worded it, I thought was actually kind of funny um because before there was the desire to eventually take game pass everywhere um so the thing he said was the thing about the other gaming console platforms is we're not able to bring a full xbox experience on those platforms (laughs) um because we know when somebody's playing one of our xbox games there's an expectation that i've got my xbox live community i have my achievements game pass is an option for me my first party library is completely there and the other competitive platforms aren't really that interested in having a full xbox experience on their hardware so yeah it definitely sounds like it's up your alley where uh the other guys wanted more money than and that that's they weren't interested in having a full xbox experience on their hardware aka like we didn't (laughs) you know what we the nintendo switch nintendo didn't want the nintendo switch to have a full xbox experience um and definitely not the playstation i mean that def, the, there was no way that was even in the cards <laughs> yeah i mean sony is obviously their biggest competitor yeah but i don't know maybe we'll have a full xbox experience on google stadia <laughs> which i mean that's like the opposite but <laughs> um but uh let's see getting back to the news so the, ex- the event starts, the actual event starts, and Microsoft comes out guns blazing, um, or, or you could say assault rifle blazing with Halo Infinite. They they finally did it, Marcus. They they made the Halo Infinite for they, the first time. They infinited the Halo. It's, it's, yeah, this it's was gone, a good showcase. gone infinite. Uh, for that uh, apparently there's a lot of people fighting over the gameplay and i didn't really see all that but they saw memes about it which was really funny kind of upset that it doesn't seem you can do co-op yeah that Um, would actually be a real big bummer because that was like the thing that people like about halo is the split screen co-op we can't be sure about that and i was just reading somebody talking uh, and I did actually talk about this in the first recording, but uh, somebody saying that the graphics look bad. While I don't think the graphics look bad, I just think they look they, like Xbox One graphics. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just would think at this point they should look better. Um, that's, you know, from yeah. a first party studio. But, uh, you know, that I'm not dogging on it. Uh, at the end of the day, yeah. the graphics aren't the most important thing. Like yeah. Halo's never had the best graphics by any stretch of the imagination. Never. Yeah. has. I mean, they've <laughs> had really good like skyboxes. <laughs> yeah. Really good skyboxes, really good scenery. But as far as like actual graphics, like thinking all the way back to Halo 2, which pushed the Xbox hardware as hard as it could to the point where the first demo that they had ever put out of gameplay they had to like walk that back because it was too hardcore for the actual xbox hardware and what we got was like a really like they they were doing they they insisted on having all the cutscenes use the the engine and that resulted in a lot of popping in the middle of cutscenes. so a lot of characters with like shitty animations and like um, not even appearing right away when the cutscene started because they were still loading. 
<laughs> like a lot of bad stuff but i mean i didn't care back then because i was younger i know there's a lot of people that are like it's to live up to the expectations and i was like fuck yeah halo 2 i'm gonna finish the fight <laughs> <laughs> and then you had to wait longer to finish the yeah fight. then i had yeah then i had to wait till halo 3 and then and then eventually halo 4 came and <laughs> halo 5 and now halo infinite well and then you know the good thing about halo infinite is now i don't have to wait anymore because halo infinite <laughs> is forever the fight will never be finished but Halo's i mean forever yeah. just like a ring um <laughs> i always love how finished the fight is always just like the tagline for halo it's never they, finished they made it uh open world um it does yeah. look in the vein of far cry which i know some once again i i think some people are really upset some people are not are like really excited i i think there's room for both uh there they added a grapple hook which looked really cool because it oh, can that grapple, grapple the environment um you can uh pull stuff towards you and throw yes, it which is cool yes like those the, those explosion I, the, the those face. so stupid like fusion canisters that just exist for no reason than to just be blown up <laughs> yeah it, <laughs> you can grapple those to your hand and then throw it like a grenade like who the fuck thinks of that and then your boys, the brutes, they're back in a big way. It yes, seems like the, the persistent threat is—I forget the name of the guy—but is this big brute guy that is uh, seemingly taunting the chief and wants to basically beat him at his best. He wants to Goku it and yeah, be like, yeah. "I want—I want to beat you at your best," so you get absolutely demolished. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the thing is, is that what what will happen ultimately is that uh, Master Chief is Goku and the other guy's just Vegeta. <laughs> I thought I was Goku. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it yeah, looks I, it looks really exciting. I mean, I felt like a kid watching the gameplay of this game, uh, seeing that again, because like I said, it brought me right back to the Halo 2 demo that they showed at E3 years and years and years ago. And just watching this, I was just like, I'm excited for a Halo game again. That's, I mean, as much as I like Halo, like Halo 4 and Halo 5 didn't do much for me. And even like playing playing Halo 5, I really loved that campaign. But like, I wasn't excited leading up to Halo 5 because of what Halo 4 was. So um, it was kind of a struggle to get me back on board with Halo 5. Ultimately, I'm glad I did play through it because that campaign was actually really good. But it did lack what you said is the, the persistent enemy, whereas the first three games had the Covenant, had the Prophets, and you were ultimately defeating them, plus the Flood. And after that, it just yeah. felt like the games didn't have any direction. I mean, it helps a lot in any story. Having, I mean, that's like the hero's journey like 101 like having a really defined bad guy that yeah. has you know that you you can point to that and be like that's the bad guy and like i have a defined antagonist with that the antagonist also has defined motives yeah and also um, like some sort of writing involved too <laughs> yeah i was like it's weirder when it's like i'm fighting like why am i fighting like i don't even know anymore <laughs> yeah and that kind of like definitely leans like points in your direction where you mentioned like the far cry stuff because that traditionally the far cry games have had like some sort of like with the exception of the most recent one but they've always had like some sort of like main bad guy that you were uh that was charismatic and someone like you wanted to like you have to go defeat this guy or hell even like uh, uh borderlands or like borderlands 2 
you had that freaking handsome Jack, handsome Jack. Yeah. And he's just a big old D bag. And then, yeah. I mean, uh, and then borderlands three has, uh, the, the twins, Tyreen yeah. and, uh, the other guy, <laughs> the other guy, name. that one other the guy. Other guy. <laughs> um, yeah. So that, I mean, this game, oh God, it's so exciting that, the open world thing, I think, is really cool. I mean, it's about time that we got like an open world style uh, Halo game because, I mean, in the past, it's always just been like kind of fake open world where it's just like there's these big environments that are enclosed in box canyons and you go through these corridors and buildings that lead you to the next kind of big open area that give you the illusion of it being an open world. But in reality, it's just like, yeah, you're just going from level one to two. And this looks like you have to like plot your way around. And I mean, obviously in the trailer or in the gameplay video, it says, oh, you have to destroy these anti-aircraft guns. So it seems like there's going to be a lot of like disabling defenses so that you can traverse the world. Uh, the viewpoints are going to be great. I can't wait to swan dive into a uh, trolley full of grunts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And speaking of that, I really liked how, like, I, I don't know if they did this in other Halo games. I can't remember for sure. But, like, um, the guy just went full speed towards a grunt and the grunt just pulled out his plasma grenades and just, like, suicided into the warthog. That's <laughs> great. Yeah, the, it seems like there's quite a bit of AI work. Um, unfortunately, uh, I didn't I actually didn't say this in the original recording, but uh, I felt the the speed and the shooting looked a lot more call of duty inspired. I was going to say it seemed more doom inspired. It's hard to say. I, I just felt the, uh, and maybe it's just by virtue it of seems, the weapons weren't so yeah. outlandish as they are in doom where you have <laughs> yeah, shotguns on shotguns on shotguns. <laughs> I don't know that that shotgun looked really exciting that they showed in yeah. this. I was like, I want to shoot that shotgun. That looks badass. but it did seem like you, the other the it seemed snappier yeah and the guy seemed like either maybe he was just really good at the game and he was just headshotting everything because it seemed like it was like one or two hit kills on a lot of the lower stuff which i guess i can be fine with that as long as they balance that out with like now we're sending like twice as many bad guys at you so now you just feel like a badass like like in, in doom <laughs> yeah yeah i mean regardless like it, i'm excited to play this and yeah i mean it, it's probably best in show really for this like, whole xbox oh, yeah, showcase for sure. sometimes in previous halos as much as i love halo games i it did get old where all right now there's this elite in front of me and i'm just gonna unload my entire assault rifle clip into him uh to kill him because i have to drain his shield and then i then i gotta shoot down his health but like Do you if think they, it's like breath of the wild that the guns have durability and they break and then you gotta get a new one i will i'd kill myself <laughs> <laughs> i would I would, I mean, I don't know. Maybe not. It just depends. <laughs> no, I'm just being a troll. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, like I said, if, if, if it is like snappier where it takes less to kill the guys, I would, I would be for that as long as they balance it out with just, they give you more stuff to shoot. So it's like, now you're just surrounded by all these elites and now you just got to shoot your way out and grapple in someone's face and throw them into another elite. And <laughs> that guy playing was not playing on heroic the way the game was meant to be played. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're not a hero <laughs> unless you play on heroic and you're not a legend unless you play on legendary. I just always hated that it, under heroic. It always says the way the, the, way the game, game is meant to play. It's like, well, 
why isn't normal the way the game <laughs> because that's for scrubs and normies and the way the game is meant to be played is heroic <laughs> <laughs> so if you play normal because it's because you're normal you're not you're a scrub yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah i just it's i mean obviously on the series x they're saying it'll run on 60 fps so yeah i mean it looks really cool i'm am stoked as all hell for this game i i can't wait to get my hands on it and play the hell out of it um but that's gonna be a little little ways out um i'm still kind of undecided whether i want to buy the series x or not i guess it might depend on if i can get my hands on like if they do a halo infinite special edition which i'm sure they will and whether i can get my hands on one that will be a different story <laughs> yeah i mean i'm debating on if a uh, GameStop is still around trading up my uh s because i have no attachment to it and won't need it since uh the oh yeah series x is full backwards compatibility and i have once again zero attachment to that console so yeah. I could just sell that and hopefully uh, mitigate some of the cost going into a series. Yeah, X. for sure. Yeah. So I don't know. I might, I might, I, it's, it just depends. Cause I mean, I, I have the Xbox one X already and I'll be able to play all of the games basically. So it's not really going to affect me. I'll still be able to play those games. Um, but if they have like a special edition, that's going to trigger my FOMO. That'll be a different story because <laughs> that's the only the only reason I have an Xbox series or Xbox one X right now is because they released that Project Scorpio edition where they're like, hey, for everyone that liked the name Project Scorpio, well, here's this the Xbox one X for you. And I was like, yep, that's the Xbox one X for me. And that led me into like a whole thing with Target and them canceling my pre-order and yeah fuck target <laughs> i got it off of amazon so i mean that gave jeff bezos some brownie points um but yeah i i just still don't like him either but you know but yeah so let's uh we'll move on to the rest of the the showcase here because i mean as much as i could talk about halo until the end of time uh infinitely, much like if dare yeah, you say yeah infinitely uh <laughs> i could i could talk about halo infinitely uh much like you can you could talk about uh, anything like nintendo infinitely <laughs> or or uh um uh, complain Red about Dead rockstar Redemption. infinitely yeah yeah, uh, yeah uh, rockstar <laughs> yeah which <laughs> that's that's a little teaser for later <laughs> um so uh state of decay 3 that's that still exists in some form um yeah uh that's been like always delayed and kicked back almost indefinitely yeah. the trailer opened with a uh a girl around a campfire and then uh, yeah. like screaming at uh, some apparition and then uh seeing a uh zombie uh zombie deer i think deer that was eating uh wolf it was weird yeah um, <laughs> I don't know. It looked like Last of Us in a way. I kept being like, "Is this some Last of Us knockoff?" Wasn't expecting it to be State of Decay three, um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it. I know that that game's hype. It, it's not a game for me, but I know a lot of people love the State of Decay game. So yeah. it's just never. It's never really crossed my purview. Let's just say. 
I do have to say that scream is really impressive. Like my props go off to the voice actress on that one. That is a screeching scream. Well, I mean, even a lot of just the uh, emoting in the face is really good. They got real good mocap on that stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's that's some good stuff right there. I mean, that would scare me away if I heard that scream. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so yeah, good stuff. I I mean, this is something that I'll probably as much as I am tired of like zombies in today's age, um, like it's just a thing that's never going to go away. But um i might i might check this out because you'd mentioned that state of decay has like base building and stuff and i like base building so (laughs) i just i don't know all these other the state of decay as a series have completely flown under my radar um but up next we had forza motorsport um yeah (laughs) they did it it's another forza game um, I mean, they are the racing game that everyone wants to play, and uh, it's, it's it's hard to say a whole lot about them, but just they're, they're solid they always games. look good. Those cars look good. Um, th- it's this more one of that. in particular visually <laughs> didn't like blow me away. It's not like a Series X uh, showcase so far for that, uh, yeah. because it's likely going to be one of these games that is works on the Xbox One and Series X. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, so all of not, them are. So. Yeah, I was like, this isn't them at their best of the best as they usually are. Yeah, I mean, we're really not going to see any of that for a good two years. So, I mean, we we won't really see the full potential of the Xbox Series X until much later. But, I mean, that's that's a decision that Microsoft's really stuck with on the whole kind of like trying to be consumer friendly in that regard where they don't want to leave gamers behind just because they're coming out with a new console. But at the same time, it's, it's hard to, that's why I'm in the, in the struggle of like, do I buy the series X or not? Because like, I don't need to, I have the Xbox one X, but like there, there could just be that FOMO where I'm just like, I got to have this special edition. Yeah. And I mean, technically it's always better to wait uh, because oh, yeah, if there's sure. any issues in that first batch, you're not going to get those issues. There yep. may be a price cut. Um, you're just going to typically get a superior machine if you yeah. early adopters always get the short end of the stick. And I'm I'm trying to av- I'm, I'm trying to avoid being early adopter <laughs> for that reason. It it's hard, though. On one hand, I have a launch PS4 and it's been fine. It's yeah 100% fine yeah yeah (laughs) rps4 same same deal launch ps4 it's fine my project scorpio is fine um though i do hear like games like doom eternal killing people's project scorpios so i'm like i don't know if i want to play that Um, that's weird because my launch ps4 is fine with it (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm just no shots fired really i'm just (laughs) saying like when it comes to technically something with beefier hardware uh, melting versus older <laughs> inferior hardware yeah. being fine, it that's a little bizarre. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the launch PS4 were they're a lot heftier console. They had more room for the air to breathe, whereas the the Xbox Series X or Xbox One X is just a compact brick of electronics. I don't think there's a whole lot of room for cooling in there. I think that's kind of one of the issues. There's which, no cooling in there. Yeah, uh, there's a heat pack in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It gets <laughs> hotter the more. You, yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, and that's why you see the design for the PlayStation Five and this Xbox Series X. Both of those are meant Smoke to, snacks. yeah, they're both meant to vent the air out vertically and it'd be more efficient at getting the heat out because that's oh, that's been an issue with the Xbox 360. It's been an issue with the Xbox One. It was an issue with, uh, I don't know if it was a big as big of an issue on the PlayStation 3, but I know like those launch versions died all at the same time. Um, and then the uh, PlayStation 4, not the as much. more so on the PS3 was the uh, heat paste. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They really uh, cheaped out on the thermal yeah. paste on the processor, uh, which a lot of people with those launch ones, uh, and it's recommended for anybody with one of those launch ones to replace the thermal paste. Um, I did not. And then eventually my PlayStation did cook itself, <laughs> God, um, which sucks. But yeah. Yeah, it, it, you know, that PlayStation was the hardest working PlayStation in existence. It was on 24-7. I almost never shut it off. Um, and then when I did shut it off and, you know, was on my PS4 for a while, and then I went back to the PS3, that's what died. It. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was just on for 10 years straight. Yeah. And then it died. Yeah. Uh, next, we had Everwild, uh, Everwild Eternals trailer. Um, and this is the, another, a new game from rare. Yeah. And not the rare you remember. This is uh new rare. This is sea of thieves rare. Yeah. Uh, but I, I yeah, think that's a really good description. Really good. It's a really good description <laughs> for modern rare games is like, remember, like you, you think about rare, just get all that old shit out of your head. Think of sea of thieves and then you know the way forward. Yeah. I mean like <laughs> sea of thieves or like Viva Pinata. Yes. Um, yes. Which I, I, I mean, I no offense to like, I'm not like begrudging them in any way. I'm just, I'm just saying, don't be like, ah, oh, the rare catalog yeah. of Banjo Kazooie, uh, yeah, Conquer's no. Bad Fur Day. Yeah, those people uh, aren't there anymore. It's just the fact Diddy that Kong Microsoft, Racing, Donkey Micro- Kong Country, <laughs> Microsoft owns Rare, and it's just different people with the same name now. Yeah, so um, this game looks really good visually, uh, very impressive. It's kind of got a cell shaded thing going on. Um, almost uh, like in some regards looks a little like Fury, and I'm not talking about what you do in the game Fury. Uh, just But just uh, like the style of it, the looks. Yeah, visually kind of like flowy, uh, yeah. like Afro Samurai type hair yes. stuff going on. I mean, um, so far, like as far as like what you do in Fury, this looks like you, it couldn't be more the opposite. <laughs> yeah, this looks like it, it almost sounded like a combatless game. It, it seems like it's kind of focused on healing nature and just being in nature. But who knows? There was just a cinematic yeah. trailer that really just showed a lot of people dancing while spinning those like smoke uh, th- like lantern thingies and, and like healing yeah. a deer. Yeah, I was like, I don't and like cool giant spirit beast that I was like, I have no idea what's going on. Uh, Just (laughs) visually like was a dessert for your eyeballs. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Next, we had tell me why Um, this is the same studio behind Life is Strange. Yeah, don't nod, which, uh, yeah, it's just if you're into Life is Strange, this is more of that stuff. Uh, yeah. Seemed like uh, siblings that some incident happened and they got separated and now they're getting back together and going through their old place to kind of get some closure. And a mystery starts and there seems to be some like paranormal supernatural abilities where they are like maybe recalling uh, things from the past. Uh, I don't know. 
it, you know, it's it's that universe. So if you're in that universe, I feel you're just going to buy this regardless. But uh, it looks yeah. like more of that stuff, you know. Yeah, looks like some some pretty good details in the environments, characters themselves, not so much. But I mean, it's the scenery. That style. Yeah, it's it's those styles of characters. It, it's where I'm like this game these series of games are never like they're not they never at any point were pushing like any graphics envelope they're they're just like hey we're here to tell a good narrative yeah so if that's what you're into yeah looks like a decent game that will be the first chapter comes out on august 27th yeah still being served up piecemeal which i mean i'm fine with uh that seems to be their mo it's what they're good at yeah um then we have the ori and the will of the wisps uh optimized for xbox series x announcement um at three thousand frames a second <laughs> yeah uh 4k 120 fps i hope that's true because that game <laughs> ran like absolute doo-doo caca pee-pee on uh the just bait well you had issues on your one x and i had issues on my yeah uh, s so I don't know if they've performance patched it even further at this point. I know they they got that uh, performance patch out, which helped a lot. But yeah, it, at no point, like I don't think at any point that was even running at thirty frames. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I don't it, doubt it was with pretty the glitchy. faster loading that they can uh, amp it up. But yeah, it sucks. I I hate to uh, use performance and say that. It, but it really drug that game for me. Um, the performance yeah. really. Well, it sucks when you get a game, game like this. It's like essentially a 2D game and it has these issues and you're like, fuck, man. It's just like, it's not like I'm going through like a, a black hole or anything. I don't know. <laughs> well, and I mean, like I had to open up the map frequently and it would like destroy the game just hitting the pause yes. button to yes. open the map. And I think of so many other games, uh, Doom Eternal being one or like Ghost of Tsushima being another one where you open up the map and it is like just fucking instant. And, you know, those have a lot more going on. They're like big 3D. They have particle effects out the wazoo. Yeah. And not to say that game doesn't have shit tons of particle effects, but it is, you know, I wouldn't say it's lesser, but it is a 2D game. So people are going to view it as lesser in some constraint. And when you can't even open up a goddamn map, I mean, come (laughs) on. Yeah. Yeah. The map definitely could have used some simplification, I guess, to make it not like be so draining on the system. I, I, what I assume most games do is the maps or the map or the pause menu is technically always loaded and it's just, quickly interchanging to it and i don't think that that's the case in ori yeah probably not oh sorry um next up we have grounded uh, another uh <clears throat> obsidian game this had the best trailer best trailer in the show <laughs> uh, a lot of self-deprecating humor uh, yeah mostly like when it opened it was just like are you looking for the most anticipated like game of the of the year then you're <laughs> that's not this you're looking for cyberpunk or something like that it's yeah, just it was a good great. self-deprecating bit being um, self-aware there was is a, funny there, there was a uh a battle toad in there i don't know what the deal with that was but there was a uh, buried like battle toad action figure that they were crawling on <laughs> they're, um, they're just they're taunting in. you marcus that's all they're they, doing what battletoads should have been out like fucking decades ago at this point um 
no Battletoads in this show at all. We know it exists. It, it didn't look great to me, but we know it <laughs> is out there. Where? Give me the Battletoads. We want the Battletoads. Uh, funny uh, side story. Today I am wearing a Battletoads shirt, but hey. I went out to get my oil changed and uh, talking to the guy who's, you know, billing me. And he just looks at, he gives me this kind of funny look and he's just like, is that shirt Battletoads? And I was just <laughs> like, it is actually. <laughs> Surprised anybody noticed. Actually, I had a gaming story today too. That was weird. The the same guy that I mentioned at, on the on the show before, I think that like randomly showed me his gas mask, <laughs> his his like World War Two era gas mask, um, without the filter, so it's kind of like useless. Um, but he uh, like I was I was just checking out today, and he just like randomly like pulls up this like piece of receipt paper that he'd been drawing on he's like i'm almost done look and he was he was just like yeah i drew like this one this one character with you with the skin from in apex legends i can't remember what character he said it was and i was like oh yeah apex legends i play as pathfinder <laughs> he was like oh yeah have you played titanfall 2 if you play pathfinder you gotta play titanfall 2 so you can get good at the at the grappling hook <laughs> it's like i i feel like that guy knows like the the location of some good drugs in town i don't know i just get that idea <laughs> like if i if i needed some good drug hookups i could probably hit him up <laughs> i don't know what it is about him <laughs> but he always says like my guy and my dude like he's like all right you're all set my guy do you want a receipt okay well have a good day my dude <laughs> it's, it's great it was a great time going to that gas station, I guess. Um, yeah, so, uh, and then more from Obsidian. We have an Outer Worlds expansion or DLC. Um, or yeah. A, yeah, they're calling it an expansion. Uh, on September yeah. 9th is when this law dr drops. Yeah, and this is what we were alluding to earlier. I do not know if this is coming to Game Pass or not yeah. because it is. It, uh, it would constitute being like DLC or something. It is something extra. And currently pretty yeah. much everything on Game Pass does not include DLC. But I'm wondering because this is first party, if it is uh, exempt from that and will be on there or not. They they didn't really say. Yeah. Um, And I don't even really know what this is or it's about. I mean, I know it's more of that game, but yeah. the trailer didn't really explain almost anything. It, it was like, <laughs> okay. I guess it's more of that game. I like that game, so I'll probably <clears throat> if it's on Game Pass, I'll check it out because I don't own that game. Yeah, uh, and I'm kind of I never finished the game, but this will be like the thing that will probably get me to get back into it and actually <clears throat> finish the storyline so that I can get to the DLC. <laughs> um, <clears throat> God, my voice it's cracky. I'm a cracky voice, but yeah, I, the trailer was kind of fun though. Like the style of the trailer. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you want more of that, that's, that's good stuff. Um, but I, you can't go wrong with that, I, I suppose. Um, uh, but then that leads us to another obsidian game. This is avowed, which is like, this looks like obsidian being like, Hey, we can do a Skyrim too. Oh, it is 100%. Uh, I feel they just, they are outright declaring war on Bethesda. Bethesda. Next, they're going to do, uh, uh, they're going to do Starscape <laughs> and they'll be, they'll do a space, a space, a space Skyrim. They already did that. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, yeah, I just, it, it, the, 
Avowed looks like uh, Pillars of Eternity, which is another game made by them, but in a first-person perspective and a Skyrim-like, which has me all kinds of excited. Like, I'm going to check this out no matter what. Uh, this is probably, like, the sleeper hit within there that is... Not to say it didn't get eyes on it, but it is just not your Halo or uh, something else that happened uh, in there, which we'll get to. But yeah, it's it's not like a pre-established franchise. So I think this yeah. is like the big new IP to be looking towards. Yeah. Uh, Obsidian's proven themselves time and time again, and now they got Microsoft money behind them. So yeah, uh, happy to see their next big RPG yeah and i mean that trailer just i mean even though it was all pre-rendered stuff but man that that got your your heart pumping with the the balrog that's coming out of that doorway i mean it's it's cory <laughs> cory balrog <laughs> god damn it uh <laughs> cory balrog but seriously like, i'm just expecting a giant monster with a fire whip to come out of that doorway in that trailer it's not a fire whip they're called chaos blades and it's Corey. (laughs) fuck (laughs) (laughs) oh god damn it i know this looks exciting i'm i'm excited to see what obsidian will do in this space of uh, doing a skyrim clone um especially if they i don't i don't know what the modding scene is like for the outer worlds on pc um, I imagine it's decent. I mean, but like, I know like as far as Bethesda goes, the it's always the modding community that breathes life into their games on PC while the console games kind of uh, get left to suffer. Um, because there's, I don't know, it just seems like there's always stuff that Bethesda isn't able to do. They aren't able to just nail down the game quite right or there are glitches that they didn't fix or there's visual things that don't look right or there's just straight up just dumb glitches that shouldn't exist but it's always the modern community that takes that game from like the the 85 percent to 100 percent so i don't know what that would be like for obsidian but i mean if they if they have proper modding modding support i think this could be really big too just like a skyrim yeah i think it it, hopefully that becomes a focus for them. I, yeah. I hope. I, I like, like you said, I don't know the situation of, uh, yeah. I uh, mean, cause uh, I'm lately, I'm just so. a console dude. So I don't, I haven't paid much attention to the modding scene aside from whenever there's like the actual news about it. And it gets, it's something big enough that someone like a covering I, it. I have so many games that I just couldn't handle mods. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it, it Mods are for people who want to spend a astonishing amount of time in a single game, and I just have yeah I could never even complete the games that I have. So yeah, and that's I like, like I like to beat something and move on. That's yeah. just a style that works for me. And see, that's that's where I'm I'm in that space where I love mods, but it's at the same I I like also just playing on my console. Like I like to sit down on a couch and play a game. So I kind of hit that where I'm I'm in like the shit zone where it's like I like to spend a long time on games and play through the game normally and then play with a shitload of mods. I mean. I mean, I've spent years and years on Minecraft and that game's been out for like a full decade and I still come back to that. But like, I can't play the regular version of that game. I have to play with mods. And that sounds like basically everybody when it comes to Minecraft. (laughs) There's a lot of people that still play that vanilla style. It's surprising to me. Um, But I mean, I get a lot of that, too, is like console. They can't. They don't know how. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like my son <laughs> playing, <laughs> playing vanilla Minecraft. But I mean, he's watching YouTubers play with mods. So he's all like, did you know there's tornadoes in Minecraft? I'm like, well, there isn't. But I mean, but there are. There's in these in these videos. I'm like, well, yeah, in their Minecraft, but not in your Minecraft. <laughs> I don't know if he like understands that there's a difference, but he kind of does because at one point he said, he actually said the the he's like, you know, but I really want to get a computer for uh, for Christmas and then I can play Minecraft in my bedroom so that you can watch the TV. <laughs> how, con- how considerate yeah how considerate uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's so altruistic of him <laughs> yeah he he buried that uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> you guys get a tv that you already own yeah and i get a computer yeah, something like, that is totally cheap say look um, look look buddy i can watch a tv whenever i please no, <laughs> i only let you use the xbox <laughs> i can lock you out at any time <laughs> i <laughs> One of my coworkers had said that he his his punishment sometimes when his kid was would be in, was being an asshole is he would he would actually just take the modem with him to work. Oh my god! <laughs> like if that isn't wow. a modern like that is definitely like a modern problems require modern solutions type of strategy like. <laughs> Cause, cause you know, like if you, you don't have internet now, yeah, if you lock that shit down there, the kids always find a way around it. Like, Oh, I'll just plug my computer. Di-. If you put a password on the router, I'll just plug into the modem directly. How about that? It, <laughs> but if there's, if no, there's modem. no modem, you, there's nothing you could do. <laughs> like that was just like, this sounded like the most hilarious solution to me. And I love it. It's great. Um, anyway, <laughs> moving on to, uh, the next thing here the next uh game we have here is a new it's an it's a narrative game called as dusk falls um yeah they didn't really show or explain a lot of this it kind of yeah uh, kind of was the, like so, a comic booky thing but yeah it, but who it, knows if that's yeah, what I that game that, is like yeah yeah i was like i'm not convinced that's the actual way the game plays or anything uh this was just once again like a pre i, I hesitate to even say pre-rendered thing because it was just like literally comic like like panels with people talking uh okay but i just don't i'm not convinced that's how the game is because they did show like developer stuff and they showed people like basically acting out the scenes with like props so i i would think the game has more to it than that yeah um yes i mean it seems like there's just more focusing on narrative stuff for this game that that game seems really far out yeah uh, like it's gonna be a while yeah <laughs> uh next here we have um <laughs> i can't remember what i had said about this before but it was a really good jab at stadia because destiny 2 and all of us existing expansions are coming to game pass in september so i mean better dust off that game pass and <laughs> It's Bungie dusting off the old Microsoft and yeah. wearing it again. <laughs> yeah, they're getting they're getting back in the Microsoft. I guess I don't know it. That's funny to me. Up. They're calling their ex, but they've, maybe yeah. it's a one time thing. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, they've they've hitched their wagon to the wrong train a couple times yeah, now. 
Yeah, I mean that's just and they showed a trailer for the new Destiny stuff and it's just like, well, if you it's if more you Destiny. Like Destiny, it's more Destiny. Yeah, um, which I mean, so Giant Bomb will really be all over that for like 2 days and then they'll be like, "Well, we played all the Destiny again." <laughs> yeah, so we'll see. I mean, yeah. it's Destiny. It's I, Destiny. I do think that's a good choice for Destiny yeah. to go, but but if you still yeah. want that like streaming experience, it will be available on XCloud as well. So I mean, if you're if you're really hard into to Stadia and you still want that experience, you can get the same experience, albeit maybe better on uh, XCloud. <laughs> you, yeah, you get it on XCloud. You get it on the Game Pass. You yep. get it on uh, PC Game Pass as well, so you can play it there too. Yep. Um. Next we have Stalker Two. Yeah, the long-awaited Stalker 2. Now, I've never done Stalker, but I've heard many a good things about the Stalker. Yeah. And people have been waiting for Stalker 2 for what seems like a lifetime. Uh, so, reason for people to get hype. Uh, it looked spooky-spooky in the stalkery kind of way. It looked like yeah. a lot of Geiger shit going on. Yeah, you know? mutants-type stuff. Um, electricity... <laughs> <laughs> are the stalker people the same as the fear people or did they just use the same naming conventions i With the periods between each letter you know mm, <laughs> hold on who is stalker made by i have no idea stalker is made by developed by gsc game world i don't know man <laughs> uh, developer gsc game world i don't think that's who did fear I don't even know who did fear. I just know they, those games seemed linked in my mind for being like weird shooter games that were P big PC games. Um, fear was made and, by monolith. Okay. I just know they had the same like naming yeah. conventions. Yeah. The dots between the letter fear was so fucking good. I love that game. I loved exploding people with the shotgun because they would just turn people, into a red mist. The way people talk about the game fear is exactly how people talk about stock. They're the same game. Yeah. <laughs> Fear had really good AI than then like a lot better AI than you would expect. Um like they would like actively try to flank you and they knew where you were but gonna did be. Did Stalker have good AI? I have no idea. I've never played any Stalker games, so that's <laughs> out of my realm of expertise. <laughs> um but yeah, so that's gonna be coming to PC and console. Um but yeah, apparently like it's already like they tried developing it before and got canceled. So like this is like the second attempt at making a stalker too. Some would say it, it's stalker redemption. <laughs> stalker infinite. Yes. <laughs> um, and then they showed off some uh, like environmental stuff for Hellblade 2. Yeah, it was just mostly talking about doing dev diaries and then yeah. showing like some of the on-site filming they did for inspiration. Yeah, which is cool. I mean, I. They they do a lot of um, external stuff. I mean, they had that that whole documentary of like how they did the uh, like the mental health stuff in help in the first Hellblade Blade after you beat the game. So that was pretty cool. You can watch that before you beat the game. Actually, uh, I wouldn't recommend it. It spoils stuff. <laughs> well, you would have to you have to go into like the you have to go into the menus to find it before. But isn't it like play does kind of display more prominently after you beat the game? Yeah, I think so. Or I, I just know you can technically watch it before you beat the game, yeah. and they recommend not doing that because it will <laughs> spoil. spoil things. Yeah. Um, and then we had a like a, a like music video gameplay music trailer for Psychonauts Two featuring Jack Black. 
Yeah, they did show off, uh, I mean, that game, but yeah, they had Jack Black uh, singing the song written for the game. It was yeah. a really cool trailer. Psychonauts 2 looks at like real fucking good. Like, I think this was the best show for Psychonauts 2. Like, yeah. Like, because the game's kind of been in like development hell. Um, they, you know, they did a fig campaign. It's been kind of a rough ride clearly, but, uh, this was the first time we've gotten like a real good look of what's going on and it looks real good. Um, yeah. Plus that Jack Black song was real good. It's nice to have him doing some back with Tim Schafer doing some stuff. Yeah. Fine. I, they make a good team back doing video games. Cause he's, he's retiring from acting. I'm into games now. <laughs> I'm in the games. <laughs> I'm in the games and YouTube. Now I'm Will Smith. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um next we have The Gunk, the next Steamworld game. Yeah, I mean it doesn't seem like this one's in the Steamworld universe. Maybe they tie it back in. Who fucking knows? Uh just, you know, the Steamworld people have done uh gangbusters in terms of like every game they've made's been good and has had a different like been completely different. So this one looks it, you know, it, it 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 looks very visually appealing. It still looks uh, like a lower, more budgeted thing and still yeah. indie in some capacity. But you're like vacuuming up this gunk with like some robot arm. And yeah, it, it just looks really cool. Yeah, you're like sucking it up with the palm of your hand, which had me just now thinking about who's that character in Inuyasha that has a black hole in his hand? Moroku. Yeah, <laughs> you have like a robotic Moroku hand. <laughs> Uh, too bad the miasma's there, so you can't uh, use it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that was always the fucking case with that character. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Looks like a pretty decent game. Um, it's hard for me. To, I haven't. I don't have much, uh, many, uh, much experience with any of the SteamWorld games, but I've played them all. They're great. Uh, and this one looks good, but it it's tough because they always do something different. Typically, aside yeah. from Dig One to Dig Two. But, you know, they they have a very varied uh, catalog because dig your digging, uh, it, you know, it's kind of like an adventure thing. And then heist your it's like a 2D XCOM and quest is an RPG with like card battler. Like they have a really varied catalog that they've done great every time. <laughs> Yeah, that it's kind of it's kind of fun fun when they uh they have games in the same universe but they change the mechanics all the time. <laughs> um but it's not fun when Kingdom Hearts does it cuz they suck at it. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh next we had Tetris Effect. So Tetris Effect Connected is coming to I, the Xbox One and the Series X. I can't tell if this is like a new mode for Tetris Effect or if it's a separate game or not. I have no fucking clue. Um, I almost want to say that like Tetris Effect Connected is going to be the game on, um, on, that, Xbox. on the Xbox, and then it will have the OG Tetris Effect on it too. Um, it, it's so hard to tell, but at the same time, it is hard to tell because um, when it launches, it's going to have co-op on the Xbox One and the Series X, and then um, multiplayer will get added to existing versions of the game on other platforms sometime next summer. So this was a weird trailer too, just cause it had all these like people like, uh, with controllers and shit and looking happy while playing something. And then they were just like little blocks and then it 
did a Tetris thing. <laughs> the only thing that tipped me off that it was Tetris was there was a guy at one point wearing a Tetris shirt. <laughs> yeah, I can see what you're talking about. The people sliding down the screen for seemingly no reason in a weird stylistic choice for a video. <laughs> It's a weird thing, but I mean, at the end of the day, how do you really show Tetris and make it interesting? It's Tetris at the end of the day. Yeah, uh, yeah. It definitely seemed kind of cool how like the three they had like three people playing and the three boards combined together into one. Yeah, I'm interested to see how that works exactly. Yeah, I don't know. It it seemed weird that they were like three individual boards and then suddenly like now you, you could can... just drop blocks on somebody else's screen. And yeah. I was like, I don't know what's going on. You're here working exactly. together. <laughs> or, are we? or you can fuck everybody over. <laughs> <laughs> um. Then next we had Crossfire X, which is the the game a lot of people are hyped about because it looks like another Call of Duty generic ass shooter game. Yeah, this was a campaign for it because they've shown this game a few times yeah but it, it it is like big in asian regions for some reason well they I don't know. they like that uh um rainbow six siege so <laughs> yeah and this is you know just an, seems like more of those yeah yeah <laughs> so i mean i it's it's not i mean it looks decent i mean it's not really up my alley though so I don't know if I will get into this for sure, but hey, it's it's there. Um, it comes from Smilegate and Remedy. She's making that. Uh, next, we had Warhammer 40k Dark Side or Dark Tide, which is it looks spooky. Warhammer games, yeah, it looked like uh, a lot like Metro in many ways. Yeah, it was yeah. just like you know the monsters and shit. Uh, I know in the last recording you said these people should be bigger like Marcus Phoenix. Yeah, they need to be, years, but they need to be Marcus Phoenix type humans. They're not quite, they don't look like Warhammer people. Warhammer people. No, they're just people. Yeah, it's, they don't look like they exist in the Warhammer universe. <laughs> yeah, I just got major Metro vibes because like dark, ooky, spooky underground stuff. Yeah. I mean, and the guy running across the screen with the tracksuit really throws you off, too. So, I mean, <laughs> you just hear some it, in like, the background. I, I would have never guessed Warhammer. Yeah. It's just no. never anything I would have ever guessed. I saw a meme. I don't know if I showed it to you, but it was like it showed like Halo Halo fans fighting over gameplay versus uh, Warhammer Warhammer fans um, getting a getting a fourth left for dead game. <laughs> uh it was good stuff i'll have to send that to you later if i can find it again but yeah i guess it looks decent that's coming sometime in 2021 um and it will also feature four-player co-op not sure if that means split screen probably not though since like nothing does split screen anymore it's too graphically intensive. I mean, this intensive. whole showcase was just so littered with fucking cinematic trailers. Yeah, like it's a lot of nothing. Just announced, like pure ass announcements and that's it. Um, yeah, so next we have Fantasy Star Online 2 coming in 2021. The game that will, will well, never... Well, is this an expansion? Um, let's see. Is it like New Genesis or it's something? It's called New Genesis. I, I uh, overhaul of the, the nearly decade old MMORPG. 
and it's it'll be a timed ex- exclusive on the Xbox. Okay, I just I had no idea what the fuck this really was. <laughs> just, I was like, is this like an expansion to PSO two? Is this like a modern update to PSO two? Because they just re released PSO two. Yeah, I'm not too um, sure. A lot of people are playing it. Uh, I mean, it's it's the game that won't stop. It's I mean, really, like I I said before, we had a dead recording that they should just call it Fancy Star Infinite. No, don't say. <laughs> That's the tagline. It's Xbox Infinite. That's what that's what yeah. the Xbox Series X should have been. It should have just been the Xbox Infinite. No. <laughs> um next we have the medium. Yeah, this game looks sick as hell. It looks like uh a successor to Silent Hill in many ways. They yes. did like a dual screen thing where you're in two realities at once. Yeah. Like essentially uh like World of the Dead and the World of the Living at the same time. Yeah. And they straight up cut open a flesh wall, which is like yeah, dope fun. as hell. <laughs> and yeah, just the the way that they had you like uh the like coexisting in two different realities looked really cool. Uh, probably the it's the best showcase for something that's done that. Yeah, yeah, the visuals look really cool on this. I kind of want to look play this or at least watch Frost play it because um she was really into Layers of Fear. Yeah, this is made by Blooper Team, who did uh, Layers of Fear and uh, The Observer. Yeah, and Layers of Fear Two. I mean, but Layers yeah, of they, Fear Two wasn't as good, but the first one was. It really hit, really hit. Th- just this right. looks like their. This looks to probably like it's going to be their best in class work. Oh yeah, for sure. This, I mean, that whole split screen thing is just really fucking cool. I love that. But uh, yeah, it looks nice and nice and creepy. I like that. Um, and then the last thing that they showed here is uh the best the best one of them all no not really but it's the best it's the worst kept secret uh we're finally getting a fable re uh uh, reboot yeah being made by uh forza devs yeah which is weird but yeah so i'm really excited for that fable fable cart dlc (laughs) (laughs) they'll be the most realistic uh in medieval racing uh simulation I'm worried about this for several reasons. Unfortunately, this was just purely a cinematic trailer, so I get no real yeah, gauge of anything. For sure. They do have like a humorous punchline because it opened with a really good looking like fairy that, you know, yeah. is just flying around and cool environmental stuff, and then they get eaten by a frog. Uh yeah, and they're which, like, you know, not like, everybody's story ends in a good way. <laughs> yeah, and it, I mean, it's like punchy in the trailer. Obviously, my description yeah. isn't as punchy as it is, but it is that very uh, fable humor. But I just don't know if this team can carry that humor for an entirety of a game because it's, you know, we only have a trailer to go off of. Yeah. And visually, it's not as like blocky as fable always was or like fable just always had this weird like somewhere between uh realistical and like yeah. very whimsical blockiness to it and <laughs> it was chunky and funky you know yeah and this doesn't have that which i'm not saying it needs to but the humor definitely needs to be on point and i hope it is um and you know uh team transitioning from making racing games uh like they've pretty much exclusively have made racing games to making a let's just say open world but open world rpg uh western rpg i i hope they can do it uh this will be a great proving ground for them yeah uh fable was always one of the tentpole franchises of why i got an xbox i mean you know 
it was always Halo, Gears, and Fable were like reasons to get an Xbox. It's felt the Xbox now feels a little lackluster that it's like, well, if you like Halo and Gears, they're on there. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's pretty it much sucks it. That it's just those two games. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I look forward to a new Fable or seeing what that is specifically. Uh, they can't be worse than Fable 3, am I right? You get- God, the worst. <laughs> it's the worst one. Fable 2 yeah, anyways, hit just that right. Was, <laughs> <laughs> that was the Xbox showcase. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, you know, some good stuff, some bad stuff. Uh, I guess I shouldn't say bad stuff, but you know, some like <laughs> stuff that was just like, eh, yeah, it, it, like so, so hard to gauge because it was just cinematic trailers like through and through, um, halo. Definitely. We got the most, but that game's due really soon. So we aptly saw the most for a reason. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and one thing I forgot to mention too, was that you can already buy halo can halo infinite monster energy cans. And they have like codes or you can save the, the rec- EXP. Yeah, you can like save the receipt and and send in a text message to whatever number and get double XP in Halo Infinite, which I mean, obviously isn't out yet. <laughs> yeah, and they don't uh, they didn't show what the online is. They said that's going to be shown at a later later date. I still theorize that the online component is going to be a free thing. Yeah, uh, available to everybody. So that's my guess. And I'm sure as we said before, it's probably going to have some uh, semblance of a, a battle Royale thing going on. I'm sure. Or big yeah. team, like, like four big teams battling that are like teams of 25 or something, you know, uh, something I'm, I'm sure they'll do something to set themselves apart, but then it's probably also still going to have its classic online. I'm sure. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, if they, it, 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 the, I think that one thing that the Halo would have been would be really good for is Battle Royale. Um, and one uh, Battle Royale Griff Ball is going to be amazing. Uh, <laughs> y- you know, that many hammers on one screen. Yeah, <laughs> God. <laughs> I, the one thing the one thing I really want, though, is like an ODST Battle Royale. Because it's like the perfect setup for Battle Royale. Because on all these other games, you're jumping off of a plane or whatever. You're parachuting onto a map. I mean, in the in Halo, there's the, the you have the uh, the um, Pelicans. But fuck the Pelicans. You're when you're an ODST, you just drop in from fucking space. You just blow up when you hit the ground. <laughs> you just most of them die on impact. You, you, so that's the other part. <laughs> you get you still have that risk factor of dying on impact and have to restart. Yeah. So you, yeah, you get oh, you got stuck in a tree. You're dead. <laughs> you're in these pods. And you're just launching from a fucking space station, and then you can choose on your way down where you want to land at, and you just jump out of this pod, guns blazing like um, um Starship Trooper style. Like, come on. <laughs> I mean, what is Halo yeah, but Starship Troopers? <laughs> really, at the end of the day, yeah. Yeah, at the end of the day, <laughs> it's really just an allegory for Starship Troopers, which is an allegory for uh, 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 like patriotism <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, insane governments, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that's all the fun stuff. I don't know, I'm really looking forward to Halo. I mean, end of the day, that's the big takeaway for me. That's the thing I was waiting to hear about is Halo because it's. I mean, come on, that. that exp- I think that's the only thing you can take away yeah. because the rest well, of yeah, the rest really of it's CG. Dates, it's just you know? yeah, it's like it's it like I have no idea when any of that's coming. Halo's at least soon. Well, the one thing had that one date. The uh, what game was it? 
it, coming August 27th. It was like oh, the, uh, the, the don't nod thing. Yeah, the life is strange um, yeah. thing. Yeah, that one's coming soon. And I mean, some of those are, uh, you know, a little bit like medium can't be too far off, to be honest. But yeah. In terms of like big grandiose things, once again, like temple franchises for uh, the console, like like once again, avowed probably is going to be cool as fuck. But oh, we have no yeah. idea when that's due. Yeah, no <laughs> idea. I mean, we got about as much of that as we got as uh, for uh, the Elder Scrolls Six. Oh shit! <laughs> Actually, we I got think we, we got, more we got than way what more. We got for the, yeah, yeah. It was like Elder Scrolls Six was a fucking logo. Yeah. It was a logo with some see, like some music. Some people were like, "Man, th- I bet they're going to show Elder Scrolls at this thing." And I was no. like, "How many times am I going to hear this <laughs> yeah. shit?" Elder Scrolls. We're not going to see any Elder Scrolls yeah. until Starfield's out. Yeah, that whole team is working on Starfield. Yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, when are we going to see Starfield? <laughs> that's the big that's a real question that's a question i can get behind if somebody had said oh we're gonna see starfield at this thing i'd be like maybe yeah but like elder scrolls come on yeah that's no not way. gonna show for another 10 years yeah that i i've even seen people on my facebook thing it like or like elder scrolls might come out like next year and i'm like i want to pull them aside and be like buddy it's not <laughs> happening it ain't happening it just ain't fucking happening, yeah. man. Like they're Starfield, maybe. <laughs> like once again, if yeah. if you had said Starfield, I'd be like, yeah, Starfield might come out next year. I don't. Who knows when Starfield? Starts. I feel like we're gonna uh, we're gonna get Breath of the Wild two before Starfield. At this rate, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, because Breath of the Wild two is coming out before twenty twenty one. All we got for Starfield was fucking a logo. Also, like the frame, yeah, it was like the framework of Breath of the Wild's already built. Yeah, Starfield, we saw like a weird pyramid in space. Yeah, and that's about it. That's it. And I was like, okay, well, what is that game? It's a weird pyramid in space. (laughs) (laughs) You're just floating in space. I'm, I'm interested. You can't, you can't, (laughs) especially since that's gonna be the new engine going forward. Like. They're, that's another big thing that they're they're building a new engine for Starfield slash the new Elder Scrolls slash whatever Fallout Which, games. Which are they building a new engine game. or are they just adding another layer <laughs> on top of the old no, engine like Microsoft kernel I, style? They, oh God, they could not afford to do that. They have to. <laughs> I think with the time allotted for Starfield's been in development for a real fucking long time. They've had time to build a new engine at this point. It's like how Windows 10 is still at, the, at its very core. Windows 10 is still Windows 3.1. God damn it. <laughs> it's, 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 it's just piles of shit on top of other shit to and then polished. <laughs> that's all Windows is anymore. And that's anyway, what the Bethesda's engine is. <laughs> <laughs> we should we should cut to break. Yeah. So yeah, the big takeaway is Bethesda needs to get its shit together. Halo's exciting, and yeah, there's some games coming out that we don't have any deal real details about, and we're gonna go for a break. Hi everybody, my name is Daniel Barton, and I am your neighborhood-friendly synthwave fan. I host a show called Heartbeat Hero Radio, where we play tracks of Mitch Murder. <laughs> Wave Shaper, and more. 
We also play trivia. I believe it is Beverly Hills Cop. We do artist interviews. So their music director invited me to come audition to play guitar on their tour. They were going out to support Paula Abdul. Movie reviews. Terminator Dark Fate, the latest Hollywood attempt that really should have just ended back with Terminator 2. But mostly we just have a good time. What's brown and sticky? I haven't got a clue. A stick. That's fucking horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, are you there? Stop yelling at me. I gotta call my therapist. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> what do you call a boomerang that doesn't come back? A banana. A stick, a sti a stick again? <laughs> <laughs> Join me on soundcloud.com slash heartbeathero or go to Spotify and search for Heartbeat Hero Radio. Want to see the show live? Go to twitch.tv slash heartbeathero. See you soon. All right, we are back with the news, the terminal news. Uh, first thing up, I want to GameStop will. What you want to circle back? What you want to circle back on? I didn't get a chance to comment on some bullshit. What? All right, this is my personal vendetta. But as I was watching the Xbox uh, game showcase, I was watching it on YouTube. But after it ended, uh, since I was just watching it on my PC, but YouTube was just on autoplay, so it rolled into uh, somebody else's like coverage of it, which I just <laughs> let it play. I just let it play because I was just playing another game, which I'll get to in the next cast. But. Uh, yeah, this guy, uh, Noah J456 uh, YouTuber, he's got like 4 million subscribers. Um, quite a few people seem to have watched his feed. But just, I, I just don't understand how this guy clearly has a career in games. Lots of people watch his YouTube, but he can't get information right. Because uh, he was seeing how, uh, the this was in his pre-show, but he was seeing how Sony stuff uh, that they showed earlier would stack against Xbox stuff. And he was like going down a list of Sony stuff and quite a few of the things he was like, he was like, oh, this is multi-platform. He said Gran Turismo is multi-platform and coming to Xbox. <laughs> wow. Like, this guy who has a technically a career in games and, and then even worse, more, more of an affront to me personally. Was he? He's going down the list, and then he hits uh, Demon Souls Remastered, and he's like, "Oh, that's probably coming to other platforms." And it's like, yeah, because Demon Souls, the original Demon Souls, really was on the fucking 360. It wasn't a PS3 exclusive. <laughs> it's not an IP owned by Sony for fuck's sake. It's not a Sony published <laughs> game for fuck's sake. It like, oh my god. So he gets all this oh, shit man. wrong. And then, like, so, you know, it starts, and he's, like, it opens with Halo, and then he's just like, oh, my God, I can't believe they're showing Halo. Halo is fucking, we've known it's a launch title for the new console uh, that's presumably launching in November. Like, what, you think? We are, like, we are, like, three months, four months from that line? Like, we best be seeing fucking gameplay at this point. If they didn't show gameplay, somebody best go shoot up Microsoft or something. You're like, <laughs> but like I mean, I'm speaking, speaking hyperbolically, of course, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, we're going to see if they didn't show gameplay, they're going to be crucified all over the Internet. Like, of course, they showed gameplay. Yeah. So I, I'm just getting at this guy seemed very surprised. And from a perspective of somebody who uh, clearly has a career in games and seems to play a lot of games. Uh, he is coming very ignorant into this uh, fight, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> like, yeah. How do you not know this shit? And he kept being like, I only like, I mostly play single player games. And I was like, for playing single player games, you don't seem to know a lot of shit. Um, no offense. <laughs> I mean, like, I guess I'm starting a fight with you, even though you have uh, a gajillion more viewers than we'll ever have. And you'll never know about this. And even if you did, I wouldn't give a shit. I'm just saying, <laughs> you seem ignorant gonna, as they're fuck, gonna catch, boy. 
They're going to catch wind and then they're going to get uh, review bomb our show on. Yeah, Apple. we're going to get their angry fans for whatever reason. I mean, like, I don't expect you to know every little fucking thing, but come At on. At least being, know the Gran Turismo. Yeah, or then be being on like the Xbox. De- Demon Souls. That's probably going to be here at Xbox. It's it's not going to be it. It's not. <laughs> Which I mean, to me, just goes to show like this person um, probably only knows which in fairness it's fair but only knows fucking from soft from basically their modern day stuff so basically from dark souls on uh when they hit extreme yeah. success which is fair but this is fucking demon souls and i like i played demon souls when it came out I, our gamestop here got two copies i picked up one i had one of them pre-ordered and my buddy <laughs> my buddy picked up the other one that's it <laughs> They didn't have any other fucking copies. So, like, that's how much of a cult game that was. Um, yeah. And so, like like I said, I don't blame anybody for not playing it, but, it, like, it is a Sony IP at the end of the day. And I guess that really what is spurring my ire is not necessarily this person in general, but I feel this person does really... Uh, I mean, his whole thing is, like, a Chad dude bro thing going on. Um, wow. You know, dude in a hat with, like, kind of some scruff. Um, and definitely into shooters, which is fine. Uh, but it, it just, this harkens back to a more deep seated thing of when I worked at certain places with other guys, uh, when I worked in a warehouse and I talk video games with guys and you know, most of them are Xbox people, but I've had conversations with yeah. people where they were like, well, you know, I was like, I was like, why, why do you play on Xbox? You don't seem to play like a lot of the Xbox IPs. And they were like, well, Xbox, they have like, you know, they have call of duty. And I was like, Oh, call of duty is not an Xbox IP buddy. <laughs> like they have that on Sony. And he was like, all these people were like, Oh, I didn't know that which, you know, upset me a bit. And then they were like, well, Xbox has games like Halo uh, that are only on there that uh, Sony doesn't have anything like that. And I was like, but Sony has so many goddamn IPs. um, It's hard to keep track of them. (laughs) Uh, So that's kind of what spurs my ire to look at. If if you got, like I said, this guy really embodies your, like, casual, uh, which only upsets me because he clearly yeah. has a successful career in games to look at them and then be like Gran Turismo that's on everything. And it's like, <laughs> no, Gran Turismo is your Sony uh, Forza's your yep. Xbox. And then, yep. you know, any other racing game in between is on everything except switch. Uh, yep. <laughs> but, yeah, I just, it upsets me, uh, d- d- you know, cause I, and, and he, which this also upsets me because he's like the only like he's, you know, just talking to his fan base. But he was like, oh, I because somebody was like, imagine only caring about exclusives. And I'm like, at the end of the day, that's what you should be looking at when you buy a console, because those are the games you're not going to get everywhere else. You should look at the yeah. exclusives. So by like you have to look at those exclusives. And if you're not playing a good chunk of those exclusives, you you better have a good answer for why you're buying into that platform. Cause otherwise you should just be playing on uh, PC. If you just care about fidelity or yep. uh, I mean, once again, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know why you're buying into a certain uh, ecosystem. If you're not looking for those exclusives, like it, most people are buying an Xbox. If you play gears or halo at this point, uh, most people are buying a Sony. If you're looking forward to games, like, I don't know, last of us, God of war, um, you know, Sony's got all kinds of fucking IPs over there. Uh, he also made some really bad comparisons, uh, because he was like, are people more excited for Halo or, uh, or Horizon Zero Dawn? And, and like, no offense to Horizon, but I was like, 
Halo is more hype just in general by being a longer pre-existing IP. Horizon Zero Dawn's yeah. had only one other game and is technically, despite being a very successful new IP on the Sony platform, it'd be more apt to compare it to a God of War, like Halo yeah. to God of War or Halo to a Last of Us. Um, you know, some of those bigger IPs uh, versus like Horizon Zero Dawn. I get that his comparison was more trying to stack the two showcases against each other. Unfortunately, Sony didn't have like a new God of War to show yet. So yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn was definitely their big showcase item and it looks damn good. It's just not Halo though. Like it, it doesn't have the yeah. panache or the fan base that Halo does. So of course I just feel this is a bad pull because he was like, oh, lots of people are saying Halo. And I was like, well, no fucking shit, buddy. <laughs> like it's a dumb yeah. question. <laughs> exactly. Plus, I think, you know, when it comes to apples and oranges of this, like Halo has the benefit of having both campaign and multiplayer. And a lot of people are heavily invested in the multiplayer. That's why they stick to that game um, where yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn doesn't have that. Um, anyway, I digress. I know I talked ad nauseum about this, but uh, <laughs> it was just another. Part yeah, we of got my a whole day. nother podcast to, to record here. It's. <laughs> It's Marcus pissed off hour or just fucking rip people new anuses because they're yeah. fucking inept as shit at knowing about something that they're directly profiting from. Yeah, it pisses yeah. me off. <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> so GameStop will require customers to wear face masks because that's a thing now. Everyone has to wear the face masks because yeah, we're not going funny. back to phase. Kinda we're not going funny. back to phase one. No one you wants know, to close anything down again. With, with the way that they handled this initially where they tried to stay open. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just ironic, you know? Yeah. Uh, but then they say, but employees can't enforce it. I mean, so, that's I mean, across the board with, we have yeah. a mandate, but uh, it's on it's the like companies. It's legally to enforce, enforceable. So yeah. Which is kind of shit. Um, at the end of the day, I, I feel um, I at least don't like that. A lot of people are being put at risk uh, unnecessarily. Um, cases here in Montana have skyrocketed despite the fact that it sounds like, you know, it, it sounds like fucking a drop in the bucket compared to most places, but we went from yeah, like 17 with cases our to yeah. like over a thousand now. And we've been spiking at like 40 to 90 a day, uh, since reopening. Yeah, sucks. So, and yeah, well, I remember like the other week when I was talking about, uh, Bighorn County. Well, now we're we're the epicenter in Montana. So it's all those I guess County uh, people crawling over. Yeah, should have built those walls. <laughs> 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 ah, but they would be slats, just like uh, Trump's plan. Um, yeah, yeah. I just but, it, it's that's upsetting to me on a personal level, but it's uh, you know we're still living sucks. in COVID times. Yeah, I mean, do what you can. Stay safe out there. Um, it's If it's shitty for us here in a smaller population zone, uh, it can only be that much more worrisome in a high pop area. So, oh, yeah. Stay safe out there. I mean, I. Yeah. I mean, we're I, still recording this COVID style. So, <laughs> at my work, we're required to wear uh, a mask, at least when we're up front. Uh, I wear a mask throughout the whole day just because I, I don't like. Uh, I don't like any business that's a little bit unfair to people. Where, yeah, because our situation where we do have employees that work up front constantly and then I'm in the back that I'm like, I shouldn't have special privileges over them where I don't have to wear a mask versus where they have to wear yeah. a mask all day. So I'm kind of doing it in solidarity with them. It's an unspoken solidarity, but 
it's like I'm just being yeah. a, a good per- plus it's keeping me safe so because yeah. I don't know where like I don't know if these people at my work have been shopping and then are asymptomatic and like fucking you know rolled in some shit especially with how many cases are popping off yeah yeah it's crazy <laughs> do what you can to stay safe out there um but yeah so I guess uh moving on here you wanted to uh, 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 you you mentioned how Fantasy Star Online has some longevity. How about Worms Armageddon getting a major patch twenty one years after its release? <laughs> I didn't know about that. Uh, that's intense. yeah, Worms yeah. Armageddon's just, good. Yeah, just uh, to celebrate the twenty fifth year anniversary of the entire Worms series, uh, Team Seventeen released uh, a major patch for the game. That's pretty cool. <laughs> they should just rename it to Worms Infinity. <laughs> You're gonna beat this joke just into the ground. Um, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. It's an it, the joke itself is infinity. God fucking damn it, Justin. Anyway, uh, Worms. I I really love that series, but the only problem is I have nobody like with any current iteration of Worms. Like I don't have necessarily anybody who's like gung ho to play Worms. Uh, which is fine. Yeah. I mean, it's just. It's yeah, such a, it's a decent game. It's such a just a game where you got to like pop in and play a match. But I know like yeah. most of my friends, when we play a game, we kind of want to sit down and be invested for a long period of time in several uh, game durations, even though I'm like, I'm cool just popping in, uh, doing a match or something, and then we pop it into something else. Uh, but yeah, they don't usually play that way. So, yeah. Um. So, now, this is something I didn't actually um I didn't cover in the previous weeks because it didn't seem like it was something that was all that big, but apparently it's big enough that there's still articles about it. But uh, so evidently the U S army has a esports team and they stream on Twitch. And so people have taken to asking them questions about war crimes and they started banning people from the channel (laughs) for asking about war crimes um, which started a whole backlash about that that just has been gone going where people are calling them out for banning people for asking about war crimes. And because of this, that <laughs> the, the title of this article is U.S. Army Retreats from Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess they lost that battle on, on Twitch. Um, but then at the same time, uh, U.S. Navy follows Army and banning Twitch viewers all asking about war crimes. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, the Navy's doing the same thing. And now this is the part that made me mad. This, I mean, this is a real me problem here. Uh, you, you see a screenshot of a guy that's streaming. He's a U.S. Navy guy, whatever their esports team is called. I don't know. Streaming on Twitch. You would think that the U.S. military with the fucking budget they have, they wouldn't be using Blue Yeti microphones. No, I would think they would be using that because they <laughs> Fuck off. they they are buying whatever they're told to buy, and if you look anywhere on the internet, they tell you that it's the best. <laughs> they, tell you, they tell you that's the best. I you thought- know they do. You know, like the marketing team of Blue Yeti has like pushed it. Where if you look up, if you just type in best microphone or it's like, always the blue yeti yeah yeah or like microphone comparisons or like top 10 uh microphones for yeah. doing a podcast whatever it is it's gonna have blue yeti like in the number one spot on the probably list. or in I, the top that's 10. always been my conspiracy theory on that even though like technically they're supposed to say that they were paid or endorsed 
to do that, to make that recommendation. But it's the same thing with like every fucking YouTuber out there, like every big YouTuber. Oh yeah. The blue Yeti. It's a good starter microphone. That's what I started nope. with. It's like bull fucking shit. You didn't start with the blue Yeti. <laughs> or maybe they did, but it's a piece of crap. Um, I think you can probably make it sound somewhat decent, but just don't do it. Just it's, do yeah, not it, fucking do it. I got uh, in an argument with somebody once and they, they were like, yeah, I bought a, I got a blue Yeti and I'm like really blue Yeti could do this and this. And I mean, it, it, there's so many other options and then they're like, yeah, it's good enough for me. I did my research. I'm like, Evidently you didn't. You just Google Googled a couple things and saw that Blue Yeti was on this stupid ass list on this website that nobody knows about. And they recommended a Blue Yeti. So you bought one. They make it hard to dig. Um, just I, I think many products are that way where it's actually hard to do a lot of research. Uh, yeah, Reddit like is you gotta actually know a somebody. very good tool. Reddit's a good tool. Yeah. Um, you like because you're getting actual uh, customer testimonial. Yeah. Um, typically, well, that's and I why mean, they. That's why they're, they're, there's always these campaigns that try to astroturf on Reddit, but it's harder on Reddit to do that. Yeah, I mean, it's just uh, like obviously like real bona fide uh, customer ter- testimonial is going to be best. I mean, like once again, yeah. uh, jo- Justin's been burned by Blue Yeti, so he knows best. Um, I've also been burned by Blue <laughs> Yeti, so I know pretty well, too. Um, not they're, as much as Justin because he's more of an audio file than me. But yeah, they're, they're God, I, and it's I get in these arguments with people they're like it's, it's a fine microphone. It's like it's not. It's really not. I my I the fucking twenty dollar piece of shit I bought off of Amazon as a like just a test to see how bad a twenty dollar microphone could really be. And it was like it was a it was a twenty dollar microphone, and it came with it, it came with the XLR cable, and it came with a shock mount, and it came with a shitty microphone arm that I'm using right now, and all that was twenty dollars. So I mean, the microphone is maybe half that cost. That microphone sounds better than the Blue Yeti. <laughs> it's upsetting, uh, but yeah, it's uh, I I don't know. Their tendrils go deep, and I I think a lot of it is just like. Blue Yeti is one of those companies that definitely, uh, whether or not they're buying those like ads, like sponsored ads or whatever, or like, yeah, I think what is really happening is just they're giving a lot of their product away for free to people, uh, who yeah, are just, it's probably exactly the only it. micro, yeah, it's probably like the only microphone they have, or it's, and it, it, like, it's probably a better microphone than what they had before. So they're just saying, like, a lot of YouTubers are probably yeah. like, oh, it's great. And it's yeah, like, well, it's better I mean, than what you had, probably. Pretty much anything is an upgrade from a... Um, a webcam gaming, microphone? That, <laughs> a ga- webcam microphone, a laptop microphone, or even like a gaming headset microphone. Yeah. Like anything is going to be an upgrade from those, unless you get one that... I mean, there are the rare exception where there are really good lav mics or really good gaming headset mics, but that's few and far between. You're, you're going to pay the money. I mean, uh, yeah. like once again, AKG has pretty good headphones, Bluetooth headphones with built-in microphones that sound pretty good. Um, yeah. This is coming from both. I have an AKG headset that sounds pretty good uh, with its mic, and my friend has a different AKG set that is also Bluetooth that has a pretty decent mic. Um, like to a point that I like at least over discord, he doesn't sound bad. So I would think it doesn't sound bad recording to be honest. Um, yeah, but yeah, just obviously you're going to have a better sound quality typically with a separate mic and separate headphones. Um, 
just by virtue of them independently doing what they do best. Um, Sennheiser, uh, Sennheiser headphones. I would assume if you get Sennheiser headphones, which are already super duper expensive headphones, but if you get one with a mic, I would assume it's a really good quality mic. Cause, but, but you're going to spend some serious cash on those. Those are like 300, $400 headphones. So yeah. Yeah. They, but I don't know. I just, the, the, what rubbed me about this is I know like they're being told that these are the best or they have, I mean, knowing the, knowing the military, they have a contract with Logitech who owns blue Yeti or blue, I guess. Um, really? Uh, Cause Logitech makes some pretty good stuff. Just blue Yeti is not part of that. Yeah. I, I, I still probably wouldn't say Logitech makes good microphones, but, um, yeah, but they make good mice. <laughs> I mean, they make, they make good mice, decent, mice decent, and keyboards. decent keyboards. Usually I mean, I I'm using, I, I swear by Logitech, um, micro or not micro. I, I swear by Logitech mice, wireless mice specifically. I mean, using a, mx ergo right now which is i love that thing but yeah um if you they also own uh jaybird as well really yep a lot of people swear by jaybird um when it comes also to ultimate ears they also what jaybird is mostly uh like workout headphones or just earbud type stuff some people love those. I, I don't have a pair myself to compare. I've thought I've considered buying uh, some for because obviously you don't want to use uh, like studio headphones or something like technically I have my studio headphones, which are corded uh, headphones. Uh, and then I have my AKGs, which I use at work just because they have a really long battery life for Bluetooth headphones, uh, which are like my phone. Basically, all phones need Bluetooth at this point. Um but yeah. uh, I thought about getting those like because you kind of want earbuds or something that clips on your ear for working out and you don't want like closed ear earphones for that. And obviously you're going to if you're sweating in them, you, you don't want to wear down that. Uh, you don't want to get sweat on the uh, cuffs, the earmuff things. Yeah. But yeah, if you go to like Logitech's website and like the very top bar, they have Logitech, Jaybird, Ultimate Ears, Astra and Blue up on the top bar that you can just click through to go to those websites and buy other shit, other shit. But, um, apparently Logitech has a gaming chair now. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I thought we were going to talk about that. Logi- it's Logitech and, uh, Herman Aaron Miller. Yeah. Which team, are, team, I mean, which that's, a, like, that's a luxury that, chair brand yeah. for sure. Off, um, luxury office make, chair brand. They make like, as far as I know, the like bar none best office chair. Um, yeah, that's what a lot of people say. Like, you spend the money to get a, a Herman Miller office chair. Most people recommend you find used ones or like a company going out of business or in like dumpster dive or find them on Craigslist from like companies going out of business. Uh, they're really ergonomic, ergonomic, good for your back. Um, most people like when you're when you're looking for a gamer chair, quote unquote, they would recommend going with an office chair yeah. that is just like yeah. like one of these that's more orthopedic in a way uh yep. just cuz it's better for you uh yeah which i mean like i i actually just bought a chair recently but i don't want to disclose uh the type of chair yet um until it's actually here uh but yeah i didn't yeah. uh i didn't buy i i need to get a new chair but it's just like i i live on that fine line where it's just like do i want to like invest in something that's going to be stupid expensive or just get another shitty chair that'll last me a couple of years. But yeah, that, that Herman Miller chair will, uh, it's the Herman Miller X cross, uh, Logitech G embody gaming chair. 
and it'll set you back $1,495. Holy, holy fucking shit. But I mean, that's that's along <laughs> the lines of a fucking Herman Miller chair. Yeah, because I know even for cheap ones, uh, new, it's like in the $500 bracket um, for the cheaper ones, which is... Yeah, for the... Yeah. Insane. Um, I spent about 400 on my new chair that's coming in, um, yeah. which is obviously a lot, but I sit in my chair a lot and uh, justifiably the two office chairs that I have that I've been sitting in were cheapy Walmart ones that one was a $20 chair and, and the other one is a $60 chair. And they, I still have them and they're still pretty good, but it's one of those things where it's like, I need an upgrade. At this point, you know? Yeah. And honestly, that, that Logitech crossover one, it just looks like a like basically a Fortnite skin on top of their Aeron chair, which will set you back one thousand one hundred eighty five dollars. So you can just get a regular ass one for a couple hundred dollars cheaper. <laughs> but uh-huh. real the normal price is actually uh one thousand three hundred ninety five dollars, but it's on sale right now apparently. So it's only like a hundred dollars cheaper to get the regular mm-hmm. one normally. It's just madness. That's that's too much to spend on a chair. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's fucking offices will spend the money on shit like that. I mean, they're so it the difference between a company and like an individual person. Yeah, that's why they say to. Uh, that's why those see, companies I, go bankrupt, and then you can get those chairs cheap or free. Actually, I was <laughs> wrong. It's not. It's it. They they. Uh, hold on here. Actually, so I was the Embody gaming chair is actually it's a, it, there. That same one is also just called the Embody chair. So there's there's a Herman Miller Embody chair. And then there's the Logitech gaming crossover where it's more more black and it has blue highlights and it has the Logitech logo. And you can buy that one for one thousand three hundred and fifty five dollars. No, it's basically <laughs> the cost of the chair I bought, but with yeah. a, a one a one in front of <laughs> <laughs> what if, yeah, what if, uh, yeah, the regular price is a hundred dollars more than the Logitech one, but yeah, I don't, their, their sale makes it cheaper, I guess. I don't know. That's madness. That's just fucking crazy. But I, I, I know to, gaming chairs just in general can cost you an arm and a leg at the end of the day. Um, whenever I'm at it, the landfill, I always see like an office supplies company that does like where they replace chairs and shit. And deliver chairs to companies, and they're always just like offloading office chairs at the dump. I was just like, one of like you, they they don't they t- they don't really they don't let you salvage at the dump. I really like want to just like go over and just check out the chairs one time and see if I can like throw one in my truck <laughs> real quick <laughs> without anyone noticing, just so I could see if it is a good one or not. But like, you never know who's watching. <laughs> The only ones um, I've seen are those weird uh, stool ones that I, are supposedly good for your back, but, you know, you, your legs kind of lock in like a weird jig and then it's like a stool. Um, it doesn't really have like a back brace because um, you're like kneeling on it. Uh, but my, huh. my dentist office has those um, not for like people, but for the dental workers. Weird. <laughs> yeah, I think I know I what you're talking they're about. I hear they're really comfortable, but I don't know. All that, like, it looks spooky to me. Yeah. Anyway, we should probably get moving forward here. But uh, uh, next month, The Legend of Korra will be coming to Netflix. I remember we talked about whether that was going to hit Netflix or not. But yes, I actually, as soon as I saw that, I was like, Justin called this. I mean, (laughs) because you were like, they're probably staggering it. And of course, here here we are. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah, they got all the hype from the original series, and then now they're gonna jump Legend of Korra down. And I got actually someone on Twitter they they mentioned. I was like, yeah, I mean, Legend of Korra is all right, but I, it's not OG Avatar. And someone says, good. someone said Legend of Korra is the better show, and I was just like, nope, nope, <laughs> it's um, not. I can tell you why very simply. Uh, Pacing is the biggest thing for me. Pacing is a big part of it, but even more so, uh, Korra tries to be bombastic all the time. It tries to one up the original series like and make the stakes seem higher constantly, yeah. which doesn't make it have as much punch because it's trying to be punchy all the time. Where yeah. in uh, the original series, because there are so many episodes of just them uh, hanging out and chilling on top of like big dire episodes but the big dire yeah. stuff is always usually end of season stuff it's not trying to be punchy all the time um yeah. which makes those moments seem bigger and more grandiose than trying to be bombastic 24 7 um yep yeah it just devalues it and without the contrast there uh you need that the pacing but the the steps in between uh longer strides in between um yep yeah, so that that's my issue with Korra at the end of the day. Yeah. I, I still think Korra's a good series. It's animated well. It's It's got some cool yeah, moments. It's it, good. It's just, it for me, I like the original. It the universe. Yeah. I just, I wish that they would have focused on the first season bad guy more. Amon was like really good. He was like this, oh, there's this big, like, like essentially like a, a um, it, it's more like a, like a resistance group where it's like they're, they're anti-benders and there's this mysterious guy taking away people's bending abilities. I, I thought Amon was going to be the whole series. Yeah, that's what I like. That's what it should have been, I think. I mean, and then it was I just like, the, no, this is just a season one thing. And I was like, oh, it kind of like, yeah, like it ramped it. And that's another thing. It like ramped it up really well. And then it just ended like it just was like, OK, we took care of that on to the next thing. And I was like, OK, you wrapped that up entirely too quickly. Yeah, just boom, done over. And then and it just seemed like and there was like something different every season and it's like i didn't like that i like the in the first avatar the whole thing was like you have the the fire king and you're, yeah, the, the fire trying lord to, and uh, the fire lord yeah you're trying lord. to uh, you're taking down him though all three seasons focused, that's the goal i mean yeah, basically and, and a focused season, single antagonist and his uh yeah. goons <laughs> at the yeah. end of the day and then like season two of Korra, i, I would they after she she did whatever she did and then magically airbender started appearing again and uh then you have like the bad guy airbender guy and it's just like it's suddenly well, and, somehow he became like the most powerful airbender ever after never having been trained i mean <laughs> that's why a lot of it is that and it, it's almost like uh because like in in magical terms uh the, like the magic is getting stronger in that universe as time goes on and is like kind of at a uh, exponential level. Yeah. That's I mean, true. It, it, mostly I look at the fact in uh, original avatar uh, like lightning bending exists, but it's really rare to be able to do it. And then in yeah, Korra, it's also like pretty much everybody can lightning bend. It's like not yeah. even rare. And then everybody's same thing metal benders. Me, yeah. Metal bender. There's only one person that discovered metal bending and somehow she was able to teach everybody else to metal bend. And now everybody metal bends. Yeah. It's like all, all uh, earth benders can metal bend. And, and, and I mean, there's even, even to the extent that there's other rare types of bending that, uh, you know, just didn't exist uh, before. And, uh, you know, it, the magic's getting stronger in that world, uh, which I think they critical do mass. have a, 
they, they I think they have in universe reasons for that, but it's just kind of like, okay, buddy. But yeah, uh, it, it, you know, it, well, and this is another uh, Avatar uh, Last Airbender versus Korra is because Korra, it, as as you said, with like Amon, it kind of just like wraps that up in like a nice bow and then moves on. It, yeah, the original Last Airbender, a lot of the characters are recurring characters. Like even if they're bad guys, good yeah. guys, or sometimes he, neutral guys. Yeah, and this you they just never back. see people ever again. Yeah, it's just like okay, we wrap that up, never seeing that person ever again. I think Amun yeah. does come back very briefly, but for the most part, uh, most of the like, and that's kind of the thing with the first Avatar versus Korra is a lot of the bad guys. Like, uh, especially Zuko, but they're half the fun, like Azula, Zuko, um, Azula's like group of lackeys. I can't remember, uh, what Ty Lee and, uh, I forget that other girl's name may, uh, but yeah, they're like, they're fun characters onto themselves that are these recurring, uh, like bad guy characters, um, you know, persistent threats. They're, they're, uh, the, the, uh, resident evil nemesis of the show. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, it's all good stuff, but yeah, so I'm I'll probably I'm looking forward to that still despite not being as excited for the no, I want to rewatch series, it and at least talk about it on here more than yeah. we already did, but yeah. <laughs> um up next, uh Rocket League is going free to play and it's leaving Steam. It's in a move surprising nobody. I mean, they are owned by Epic now, so there's more money to be made with their current pricey or with the current methods than there is to be selling the game so yeah i was like uh, just season pass or battle the game's been around for so long like why even charge for it at this point i mean that's it's the smart move yeah speaking of that's kind of the case with we talked about a little bit before but uh track mania uh ubisoft's new track mania yeah that they it's it's, free they're like it's not uh a season pass thing or like this it's they're just like it's a game you buy multiple times but i don't think that's a bad business model when they're selling the game for like you buy in for a year at 20 bucks yeah that's like i i just don't think that like how much track mania are you gonna play and then if if they add enough content uh by the next year or whatever or if you want to play it that year you pay another 20 bucks and they're they're just doesn't seem bad to me yeah and they're doing a lot of fan service type stuff where they're still like, hey, you can still have all your private servers and shit. So it's like they're they're It's kind of best of both worlds, I think, in that yeah, situation I mean, for them. As far as I know, after you paid the it's one of those things where I think you pay the recurring twenty dollars gets you just new content plus access to online. So even yeah. if you paid just the single, um, you would all your all your you have access forever to your other content which i think there's yep. that's also because there's a free-to-play model of it but yeah. anything you did basically in that first year you'd still have access to um i don't know that just never seemed bad to me but i just think that's kind of you know where these rocket leagues and everything there there's games that just like at a certain point it's like what do you charge for this and like i mean they got to make their money some way um yeah whether it be through microtransactions battle passes rocket passes um you know whatever the fuck uh, yep. they, like you can't just expect something for nothing at the end of the day. Um, yep. So yeah, yeah. keep the servers running, keep maintenance up, keep building new shit for that thing that somebody's got to be doing it and somebody's got to be getting paid for it. So yeah, exactly. As much as some um, of that shit's predatory, I just think like, Hey, if you got enough people playing and liking this thing, like they should maybe be kicking money into it at a certain point. Yeah. 
Uh, <clears throat> I, mean, I felt that way with Smite, where I'm like, you know, I haven't spent a whole lot of money on Smite. Uh, I bought like the Unlimited God Pack like a hundred billion years ago on PC for like fifteen yeah. bucks, but and just transferred that over to PlayStation. But I've kicked in maybe sixty dollars at one point. Like I, I've bought in the a season pass or two at one point. Um, but I've like played over 300 hours in that game. So it's like, yeah. I, you know, like 60 bucks for like 300 hours. Sure. It, it only gets problematic when you're spending like thousands <laughs> and thousands of dollars for yeah. every costume for characters you're not even playing. Yeah. And, you know, that that's problematic, which is why I'm always like they should keep running totals for how much you've spent in the game and keep that yeah. information somewhere where you can see it visibly see it constantly. Uh, because, yeah, it, like. And in the case with Smite, it's like if I paid even a hundred dollars, I still got my money's worth out of that, having played like three hundred plus hours. So yep. All right. Well, up next, uh, Mixer's last day was a ghost town. So yeah, yesterday was the last day for Mixer. They forgot to shut it off. <laughs> they did. Yeah. They, they they didn't shut it off on time. Yeah, because they were supposed to. What was it? The twenty first is when they was actually supposed to shut off. Yeah, and then, or is uh, it early it in the day in the twenty second? Shut off today. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember yeah, if it was the twenty first or if it was like early day twenty second. But yeah, I I streamed last night and I was clearly connected to Mixer. Nobody watched, but I was connected to Mixer. Yeah, it got shut off today, like shortly after the Xbox show, like their <laughs> Xbox showcase. That's funny. Um, yeah, I I just was like, wow, I can't believe they didn't shut off the the faucet. <laughs> they they uh they they let go of everybody and there was no one in the house to turn it off they had to send a guy over i don't know <laughs> um let's see and the last thing i have here is uh gabe newell has been stuck in new zealand since march he's got the money to do it he might yeah. as well just buy a house there <laughs> yeah maybe he's at a house there maybe yeah, so after shipping Half-Life Alex, he set off for a 10-day vacation in New Zealand with friends and has been stuck the, in the country uh locked down in uh, they locked down in March. So, yeah, so been able to this, leave. he's going to be he's going to be a citizen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but he's apparently putting on a concert. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> yeah, um let's see. He's been working remotely ever since the lockdown, um, and uh, he says the hardest part it, by far is being worried about friends and family who aren't in New Zealand, and to thank the country for its hospitality, he had two friends, uh, Spanish race car driver Alex Riberas and Riberas partner Tegan Klein have announced, we love Aotearoa, or Aeo, yeah, Aotearoa, Aotearoa. A free concert and event taking place in Auckland on August 15th. That's funny. I, is he a musician? He must have picked something up while he was stuck there since March. I don't know. <laughs> he's, he's now a death metal rocker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was, uh, I, I, I had to include that because I thought that was hilarious because of course Gabe Newell would be just happened to be in New Zealand when everything locked down. Hey, Ed, sorry, I'd love to be at that meeting, but uh, it's uh, at uh, three in the morning here. I'm going to be asleep. So I'm going to be asleep. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, that's that's uh, that's going to do it for the news, the terminal news. It's all we, we killed everyone with the news. <laughs> we killed it. Yeah, we uh, there was a lot to cover. There's a lot. 
Um, yeah. So if you enjoy this show, please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and Podchaser. Uh, share the show with your friends. If you want to hit us up on social media, you can do so by just searching for Lake Gaming Arena on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find our website at lga.gg and you can join our Discord at chat.lga.gg. If you want to send us an email, you can send us that at, or you can ask us questions or, or whatever. Just uh, email it to social at lga.gg and uh then it'll come our way so that's that's gonna be it that's gonna do it so we will see you uh next time peace Fucking bitch, Justin.